You're listening to The Lead Podcast. Listen, empower, act, develop. I'm host Sheila Brummer. This media project combines my experience as a journalist and studies as a graduate with a master's degree in organizational leadership. This episode features a longtime educator who shares his thoughts on leadership and life. My name is Rod Earlywine. I am serving as the interim superintendent for the Sioux City Community School District. What led you to this job? Can you tell us a little bit about your career history? Sure. And who uh, you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, graduated from Drake University um, in 1982. First teaching job was at West Sioux and Haywarden. I was a teacher and coach there for 12 years. Um, while the last three or four years while I was there, I began my master's program at the University of Northern Iowa in Educational Administration. I wanted to be a, a principal. Um, had the opportunity um, to become a middle school principal at River Valley in Correctionville for one year. Um, that was in, um, I believe, 94, 95. After that, I went to Sergeant Bluff as a middle school principal and served in that position for 12 years. And Mr. Rich Caldwell resigned and left the district, and I had the opportunity to interview and was selected as the superintendent of schools at Sergeant Bluff Luton. And I served in that capacity for 15 years. So 40 years of education. In the educational field. And over those 40 years, what did you learn about leadership? Um, I learned a lot. I, I, I learned that I don't know everything. Um, and I learned that it's really important to, to listen and, and learn and um, be honest with people. If you don't have the, the, the answers, don't make it up. Just say, you know, I don't know, but I will get back to you. That's the big thing. That I think that's a big thing. I think people want leaders that are that are open and honest and are authentic. Um, and in education, um, we always have to keep um, the the perspective that students come first, no matter what. So thinking about what that mission is and and really hone in on it. it sounds absolutely. Like. Yeah. What's what's best for our students? H- has it changed over the years? Like how leaders you know evolved. Because I know oh. that that's what happens in leadership. You used yeah. to have top down, I, and I, now oh yeah, absolutely. I think that is a, a, that is that is the biggest change. Is it used to be always top down that it's, it starts at the top, and whatever they say goes down to the middle manager right on down. I mean that's that's just the way it was. It was more like a dictatorship than it was anything else. I started my master's program at UNI. That's when it really started to evolve in educational leadership, it was more of site-based management, site-based decision-making, um, collaborative leadership um, was really the, the, the new take on leadership and involving people closest to the problem in problem solving and making decisions that affect them and the ones around them. So I think that model serves, especially education, best. I always quote you know, General Powell that you know, he always said, if I really want to find out what's going on in the battlefield, I have to go to the trenches and I have to talk to people that are in the trenches because that's where I'm going to get the best information. True, and you probably get more respect as well. I would, I would think so, yes. So <laughs> that, that, that has changed. You're trying to oversee people that maybe have different viewpoints, all different backgrounds. How do you get employees to work together that maybe have these, these differences? I mean, I think the differences is our strength. People have different opinions, different viewpoints, different skills, um, different strengths um, that they can bring to the table. And that's why I think we have to do a really good job of listening to everybody, 
keeping the lines of communication open and I want to make sure that people feel comfortable that, that they can disagree with me that's okay because we're, there are times we're just we will disagree but we still have to not get to the personal level with that just say we we disagree but we still have to work and make some decision on what's best for kids and if we can do that we can move mountains have you ever had a case where you know someone had a viewpoint and you thought to yourself I don't know if I buy that idea but then you kind of changed your mind about sure yeah oh absolutely well, you know um, when someone has has something that you know kind of just hits you maybe a little bit wrong like ooh, I'm not I'm not so sure about that that's when I think you have to have the dialogue you have to ask the questions on the, the why questions why why do you feel that way and I guess you go back go back to Stephen Covey you know first to seek to understand before you seek to be understood so I think if you really think about that and really try to listen to people and where they're coming from because everybody comes with with a different set of lens different experiences a different background um, so that that kind of forms them in their opinions and what they think about different things in different situations um, so I have to really listen and try to understand where they're coming from and why they think the way they do and why they think this would be a better solution than X. Now you're, you're an interim for a year. Does that change your mindset? I mean, do you kind of modify, is it maybe easier being the outsider coming in? You know, it's just a year. <laughs> um, or does it that's make a, it more difficult because a, you have to come in and you yeah. think, I'm gonna have to make this change or maybe not change or just, yeah. you know, move yeah. things forward just for the next year and then I'm out, I'm gone. Right, no, it doesn't really change my mindset. It, my mindset is, um, you know, I need to come to work every day. Um, with, with a positive attitude and again get back to you know what are the goals of the district and what is my role in helping to achieve those goals and I think um, but I really don't see it as uh, you're an interim and you're in in there for a year and then and then you're then you're done I just look at it you know I have a lot of days and a lot of months ahead of me in this position and I want to make sure that everybody understands that I'm not just sitting in my office doing you know some paperwork I'm really pushing the initiatives forward and making sure um, we're doing what we need to do each and every day to serve the students you know if you're coming in just for a year you could make some really difficult choices and you don't have to live with the aftermath if people are upset about it yeah um, true but I always what I have to live with is myself so I have to again um, I'm committed to the Sioux City Community School District um, if, if it's only for a year, it's only for a year, but I'm still, I still have the commitment and, you know, ethically as, as, as a school district superintendent, I have to make sure that I'm doing my very, very best every day to serve the students. One of the questions I've been asking some of the leaders um, who have been taking part in this media project about um, adversity. I don't know if you've ever had anything in your past that helped you be the person you are today, the leader that you are today. Sure. Well, adversity. We've all we all face adversity. No, no matter what life life is not easy. Um, life comes with some diversity. Um, you know, I lost two siblings and and a father in a three year period. Um, that's diversity. That's that's a struggle. Um, so when I, I'm sorry. About when, that. No, that's okay. Um, when things like that happen um, to all of us in life. Um, we, we struggle with that and um, 
<clears throat> so I try to keep everything in, in perspective. So whatever the, the, I'm not sure what can get worse than that, um, but you just look at life a, a little differently than maybe you did in the past. And maybe things that you thought were big deals probably really aren't big deals. How long ago was that? Uh, it's been a few years. Um, but I lost a brother who was a teacher in Missouri Valley to colon cancer, um, a sister to scleroderma. Um, they were both 55 years old when they passed. And uh, my dad passed away from lung cancer. So um, it was when it was so close, so, you know, people you are close to, when you lose them that close together, it, 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 uh, it affects you. And like you said, it helps you um, maybe, like you said, not sweat the small stuff and right. really get down to what is really important very quickly. Absolutely, yes. And whenever I think I'm having a bad day, and everybody has bad days, um, you know, the way I kind of, my mind works is, you know, there's, there's people out there that have it a heck of a lot worse than I do. You know, I'm a pretty fortunate person. doing this interim job for a year what's next for you what do you think you'll be doing after this the year is up here as the the superintendent of the Sioux City Community sure. School District <laughs> that's a good question um, I don't know to be honest with you I could retire and I guess fish and golf um, I like doing both of those things but I'm not sure I want to do them both full-time <laughs> right at this point in time we have a uh, grandson that's uh, 16 months old so we enjoy, um, they live in the Des Moines area, so there'll be more time spent in, in the Des Moines area. What I thought about doing if uh, another you know, interim or part-time superintendency or something like that wouldn't have come up this year, I would have probably um, got into the construction trade. Um, I'm, I'm pretty handy, believe it or not. Um, I like doing those things and I'm pretty good at it. Um, so that's, uh, that's on my list to, to do as, a, as another you know, part-time uh, career after um, I finish my educational career but I don't see that happening for a few years to be honest with you I think I have uh, uh, a lot more to give in the field of education um, I enjoy it um, I, I enjoy being around students um, and I and um, I think I'm pretty good at it that's one of the other things that I always kind of like to explore what do you do when you hit middle age and you're thinking how do you figure out like what you want to do with the rest of your life? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I'm on the, the, the backside of middle age. <laughs> fortunately, for, and, I will, and I do say that fortunately. Again, when you lose siblings at 55, you get to 55 and pass, and you're like, you know what, this is all gravy. So that, that's a great question. What, and that does, that does you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, that does come, you know, I think about that a lot what am I going to do? And again, I do have other, other things I could do, other skills, um, but uh, I'm not one to sit around um, and watch TV. So there'll be things to do and there'll be opportunities out there. And sometimes you just don't know what they are um, until, they, until they come your way. So I'm not sure. Hey, and like you said, it's okay not to have, like how we started this conversation, it's okay not to have all the answers. Right, absolutely. And that's even like self-reflective as well. Yeah. Anything else you think people need to know about leadership or about life or? Um, you know, leadership is, um, especially at, uh, I believe at the superintendent level, it, it, it can be lonely. 
it's the nature of it. I, I don't have a lot of friends. Um, that's the, I, can't, I think that's the nature of it, uh, being the superintendent. There, there, are, there are people I'm close to in my family, um, a couple of friends from high school that I still keep in contact with. But as far as people I hang out with, it's uh, my wife and my family. And is there a reason for that? Probably maybe boundaries um, or yeah, and and maybe that's more me. Maybe, uh, but I think I, I don't think I'm I'm the only one uh, that serves as superintendency. That because it, it it seems like when you do get close to people and then their kids get involved and then something might happen with their with their child and then they come to you and you you say no, this is the way it's got to be. Then pretty soon. Those people probably aren't your friends anymore, but that happens. It has happened to me, but that's life. I can see that happening. Yeah, I, th- I think politics would play heavily in what you do. Oh, definitely, absolutely, it does. That's Dr. Rod Earlywine. Plans to spend one year leading one of Iowa's largest school districts in Sioux City. We wish him the best, and thank you for your vulnerability and great insight. To hear other segments of The Lead, check out the website kwit.org. I'm Sheila Brummer. Thanks to my employer, Siouxland Public Media, for supporting a pursuit of a master's degree from Buena Vista University. If you have suggestions for The Lead podcast or guest ideas, send an email to sbrummer at kwit.org. Have a great day and thanks for listening.